Jeff Cardozo, Zach Albaverde, back with you once again. It's Chomp Chat, the Florida podcast presented by SECCountry.com. We uh, apologize for being up and down and different things. Zach's traveling all over the country, and I am uh, back here trying to tend to the skater baseball team. And and with that, we have uh, still tried to do our best to, uh, to bring you a podcast uh, as much as we can, but we do want to let you know that there's only a couple of these left. For, uh, for many of the, you that do know, SEC Country will be uh, going away at the end of the month and uh, certainly a, a sad situation because we love doing this. We love bringing it to you each and every day and we love talking about the Florida Gators. So we'll do that a, a couple of more times, probably today and probably tomorrow and uh, unless we can sneak one in before the uh, the end of the month with uh, with me going out to the College World Series, those may be the, uh, the last couple. So uh, hopefully you can cherish them, but uh, before we uh, forget... Zach and I certainly want to say thank you to each and every person that listens. I know there's so many throughout the day that uh, that use this to get their Gator fix, and heck, we use it to just have fun and uh, and goof off. And that's what Zach's doing out uh, right now. He's just touring the country, goofing off, aren't you, Mister Albaverde? Yeah, man. I'm I'm uh, just trying to have as much fun as the, the Florida baseball team did on Monday night, man. That was awesome, and and I was kind of jealous, man. That despite being able to travel, you know, I like doing that. Uh, I didn't get my Legion Air Miles in on this trip, but uh, you know it. You know it's been fun. You know getting getting being able to go around, but man, seeing what was happening back in Gainesville, certainly with the recruiting and all the visits that they had, but that super regional and, and punching that ticket to Omaha was awesome. And then, so was your call. Just obviously uh, a moment that that really rocked the, the college baseball world. It, it certainly did, and um, you know it rocked the six thousand people that were there in attendance too. The the radio show was really cool yesterday because everybody had their stories of where they were sitting and, and what moment they had, and a lot of them were actually videoing the moment, and you see the reactions and the crowds and, and everybody else. It was it was somewhat nuts, and I think for the sport of college baseball to, to have that happen uh, in this Florida game, to have it happen uh, the, the night before in the Mississippi State-Vandy game and, and the Washington-Cal State-Fullerton game, college baseball is becoming a, a pretty big deal, and you're getting all these national writers talking about, of course, the attention that it's going to get now when uh, when every game's on ESPN over the next couple of weeks. It's uh, it's big time. And uh, there was also some big time recruiting news, no, Zach, where uh, the Gators get maybe a surprise addition. A, a grad transfer is going to come here. Still got a couple years of eligibility. And it looks like it's a dude that could make an impact right away for uh, Dan Mullen and the rest of this Florida football team. Yeah, cer- certainly, Jeff. We had, a you know, obviously a discussion during the whole Joe Burrow, uh, you know, situation about whether – or not, Florida would take a grad transfer. And, you know, Dan Mullen said, you know, hey, we're not looking for a grad transfer right now. Uh, that was, you know, talking about a quarterback. But I think he was always, uh, you know, honest about the fact that they would, you know, continuously look to improve their roster. And if the opportunity presented itself, they would look at it, evaluate it. And if it was, you know, worth adding that player, they would do it to, to better their team. And I think this is a situation where they certainly felt like that, you know, that, that's what it was when you look at Adam Schuler and, and coming over from West Virginia and having the experience that he does, you know, a guy that registered 30-plus tackles uh, last season had sacks, and you mentioned that he comes in with two years of eligibility. You know, they're really trying to strengthen that defensive line, especially with them going to a 3-4. They want to make sure that those guys that are blitzing the quarterback are really getting after it, and he's someone that brings them some versatility on that defensive line and also a guy that uh, is interesting that he, you know, was – kind of a, a world-class shot putter in high school, Jeff. So he comes in with kind of an interesting backstory and, 
and it's a big addition because anytime you can add bodies on the on the on the you know line of scrimmage, that's helping your football team. Well, and I think it's neat for this staff too. Uh, he's obviously a Florida native uh, from Longwood, Florida, but a, a guy that was certainly on the radar. And and you wonder how all these things happen. Does does Schuler reach out to Florida and then Florida express interest, or do they have guys just really scanning the the entire country trying to see if guys are interested in in coming to Florida? Yeah, no, for sure. And that's you know that's the thing too is that when you're looking at the grad transfer market. And you're trying to decide whether or not a guy is, you know, is a good fit for your football team. You have to really do your homework. And it seemed like they, they certainly got this guy on campus twice and felt like he was going to be a good addition for them. Uh, and I think it's huge, Jeff, because you know, anytime that you can bring in a guy that you feel like is going to help your football team fit in your locker room and uh, just be the type of person that you want, you know, that's what Dan Mullen's going for. And very cool for Schuler and his family that he gets to be back in the Sunshine State and they get to enjoy you know, the last two years of his college career. So, uh, you know, and another, another family that was really excited this week uh, was that of Malik Davis, the Gator sophomore running back, tweeting some huge news this week that he has, uh, you know, been cleared to play after months and months of hard work, and uh, he'll be ready to go for fall camp. I know Gator fans were, were just as excited uh, to learn that news as well this week. Well, and it's crazy because you, you you think of the injury and how severe it was for him to be able to do that. I, I don't. I think he was off the radar and all the times that we've discussed the, this offense and getting Jordan Scarlett back and, and having P. Ryan back and these couple of freshmen that are coming in here and Adarius Lemons, obviously that, that adds to it. And, you know, I think with that too, they don't need to rush him. You know, he certainly has now the, the summer to continue to try to get better, try to get full health and, and all the things that are happening. But it's not like Florida necessarily needs him, but gosh, look out if, uh, if they do get him and he's a Malik Davis that we saw for bits and pieces last year. Yeah, and just for him to be at this point, Jeff, where he's gotten himself in position to play, I think everybody knew that there was a chance. But the fact that he could tweet this out in June, um, and he's to the point where he's ready to play and is going to be able to contribute, hopefully in some capacity early on, it's huge for this Florida football team. And a credit to Malik for the work that he's put in. Uh, it's just amazing how much uh, you know injuries like this have changed over the years, and guys can bounce back so fast and sometimes even be faster than they used to be. But, uh, you know, it was huge roster news for the Gators this week, you know, coming off the, the addition of Schuler, And it wasn't the only one uh, this week, Jeff. You know, remember Brett Heggie tweeted as well that he's been cleared to play, and, and that's a big get as well. We talk about, the you know, the line of scrimmage and having to, to, to do well there. You know, you look at Heggie as a guy that, that played last season and I think proved to be one of Florida's better linemen. Um, so that injury was really tough to see him go through. The fact that they're going to have a chance to get him back, he's going to be able to compete, I think, at a couple different spots on their offensive line to give them the depth that they need. Um, you know, they're going to feel good, I think, about those pieces that they add to the offense going into fall camp. Yeah, and now I, uh, I was walking over to, to campus this morning to pack up the radio gear for Omaha, and I, I saw all the campers showing up again. So it's uh, it's another week of different things happening on campus. One of the moms actually asked me, hey, where's where's gate 18? And I said, just go look at those uh, big trophies over there, hang a right, and uh, you'll see where everybody's checking in. So that, that's been good, too, for this Florida football team to, to get guys to continue to come here, see what this facility's all about, see what this program's all about. And, you know, Dan Mullen and the rest of the staff certainly looking for some talent out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you think about what they've, what they've been working on this summer, man, uh, you know, from the recruiting aspect to the team development to everything out there on the road, man, uh, it's, it's, it's really been impressive to see how hard this staff puts in the work that they do. Um, but, you know, man, I think Dan Mullen really has shown 
that trying to get Florida back to what it used to be is you know, priority number one for him. It's why he came here and took on this challenge. Um, and so far, so good. So yeah, with all those campers, uh, those things were still happening on campus with recruits. It was another big recruiting weekend last weekend, Zach. So you know, it's uh, it was a couple of days ago, but let everybody out there know uh, who came to town and, and the chances that they have of becoming Gators. Yeah, obviously Warren Burrell, you know, was a long official visitor of the Gators going into town. He's the teammate of, of DJ Turner, who also took an official visit to Florida recently, and uh, you know he he came down and got the full experience. Jeff, uh, he got to spend a ton of time around the coaching staff. Um, this was his second trip to Florida this spring, so he you know got around them before, and, and and kind of this was an opportunity to really see what Florida's all about. And I, you know, I think the Gators solidified themselves um, as a finalist here. He's going to make a decision probably around July or August. He's going to take some more trips, but the Gators, you know, really have a shot here. Uh, one because he likes the school and he likes his staff, but he sees the opportunity to play early, and we've talked about that in this 2019 class that the Gators have a need at cornerback uh, because of that reason. And he sees that opportunity, and that's, that's something that's got him excited because he wants to play early. He's not a guy that wants to sit on the bench. And he also knows that Florida is a type of school where, hey, man, if you can get on the field and play as a true freshman and have a career where you're a starter, you got a chance to play at the next level. So I think that this past weekend kind of solidified that for him in his eyes. And it was a big trip for the Gators from that standpoint. The Gators also got – a couple unofficial visitors in, and Tyreek Stevenson, the former Florida uh, defensive back commit, and and that was a you know a huge get to have him in because you know he, he's looked at the Gators ever since he decommitted, still has interest in the program, but I think that there's some work to do there, and the fact that they were able to get him back on campus, obviously in the camp environment, he got to come in and, and, and take part with the seven on seven team, uh, you know that was a you know, kind of a cool experience for him because he got to be around the staff on the field and kind of see what they're like as coaches. And that was something that he really enjoyed about this trip. No, Nowhere close to decision. I mean, he's going to go and, and check out a lot of schools. But the Gators, like I said, they're still squarely in the mix despite him being a decommit. And Warren McClendon was the other big visitor that they had in, a four-star offensive tackle from Georgia, Jeff. And, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that also I think is the more and more that he visits Florida, the more and more that he gets around the staff, I think the more that Florida becomes a realistic option for him because a lot of folks had him take to South Carolina because of that family tie that we've talked about. Um, but, but getting around Hevesy this weekend, that's really the guy that's leading his recruitment. And, you know, the way that he's recruiting him and, and the, the style that he kind of uses to talk to kids, he's kind of a no-nonsense guy. He's not going to kiss their butt and rub their belly. And, and you know, I, I think that McClendon kind of likes that style. And that's why he's really shown the interest in the Gators that he has. And that says a lot because I've been able to watch a, a few of the things going on here camp-wise and, and all the coaches are out there. And I mean, they're intense. They, they get after it. And I think maybe the best part that Gator fans would love to see is I mean, the, the way they're coaching up just these camp kids, you can only imagine the way that they're going after and coaching their own players, and that just means Florida's getting better because of the coaching that they're getting. So I know that the, the campers and the recruits see that, and we'll see if the, uh, the product like that happens uh, on the field when it's all said and done. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the one thing, too, that we've seen with these camps, Jeff, is you, know, you mentioned that, that these guys get to see these guys on the field. I mean, we saw in the spring the coaching style from somebody like Greg Knott and some of the other assistants uh, and just how hard they get after it. Well, some of the videos and, and, and stuff coming out of camp, there is no drop-off uh, when it comes. It doesn't matter if it's their, you know, one of their senior starters or some ninth grader uh, that they don't even, ha- don't even have an offer out to. Uh, they're out there really coaching these guys and working on them. 
And, and that's been cool to see, man, because that's where that passion comes from. Yeah, certainly passion. And there, there was a lot of passion. I know we get to talk to you about the, uh, the the baseball game and did a podcast yesterday, but got to hear from Sully and Langworthy and, and Michael Byrne. Were, were you up? Did you stay up that late to be able to at least watch uh, what happened there at the end? Yeah, man, I was I was following along. I was I was kind of moving around, so it was all on the phone, and it had the uh, you know the WRUF app going, listening live, and uh, it's so cool, man. Because you know when, when it gets down like that, you have no idea how how, how the game is going to end, which team is going to pull through, and it was just a, it was such an emotional roller coaster for, for this team that had been through so much the last two weekends. Thought like they had a chance to win on Saturday to wrap things up, but to come back on Monday night and, uh, and, and get that victory like that, Austin Langworthy, uh, just giving the Gators an instant classic and so cool that, you know, the softball, they punched their ticket the same way. It's just amazing how that happened this season. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Uh, it's, uh, we'll, we'll see. And we'll see if the baseball team has uh, better luck than the softball team did out there. And Florida will leave on Thursday. They won't play till Sunday night, so it'll be a long few days out there. But, heck, it's become a second home. Last four years, I've uh, been able to, to make it to Omaha now, and now it's seven times in 11 years under Kevin O'Sullivan. And before Sully got here, the Gators have only been five times as a program. So it's just that number right there itself says uh, how good this Gator baseball team is with Kevin O'Sullivan leading it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And now – you get to pack your bags and go back to Omaha, man. You ready for it? I'm ready. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I feel like we know everything that, that's happening. It's going to be nothing new where a lot of the teams that, that haven't been are uh, so excited and antsy and different things. And for these guys, for our guys, it's just ho-hum. Oh, yeah, there's that restaurant. Oh, we know where that place is. We know what to do there. Oh, there's the ice cream place. I do eat a lot in uh, in Omaha, but that's a, that's a good thing. So what was the highlight for you, Jeff, of, of you know Monday night and that incredible finish and, and certainly the aftermath and – that scene on the field. Yeah, I, th- I think just like the the fans was probably the neatest part, and I wish the fans could be like that every game, and I know that's unrealistic, and you're not going to get that on a Tuesday night against Bethune-Cookman or something, but just they were into it every pitch, and they were standing up in the second inning, and they were yelling and screaming in the third inning, and there was just the atmosphere was absolutely tremendous, and, and I can't get the, the full effect of it because I'm wearing the, the headphones doing the broadcast, but I, I think just to look around and see smiles and excitement and everything else went on and then just that just the, the intensity. I mean, I I was sweating by the time that game was over because you're so engaged, you're so into every pitch, and I think that's where a lot of the, the, the passion comes from from the fans and not only us doing the broadcast. So uh, just a, a memorable night. And, you know, now it's a couple of days ago, so you got to forget about it, and you got to go get ready to play again. And um, you know, this team had the goal all year to get back to Omaha, and maybe they can relax a little more now. I think they they were a little tense, and there were some moments where maybe you felt that Florida wasn't the the best team, but they they certainly are one of the best. But every team, once you get out there, is going to be really really good, and we'll see if the the Gators can fight enough to to make that happen. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be really fun to watch, and uh, you know, just the fact that they get to go back and, and defend their title. Uh, is really cool, and uh, we're looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a fun week next week. We certainly are. All right, and we'll look forward to another podcast tomorrow as we will preview some uh, some more guys coming to town uh, football-wise for uh, for recruits. So that'll do it for this one. For Zach Albaverde, I am Jeff Cardozo. This was Chomp Chat, the Florida podcast presented by SEC Company.